The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A member of On Guard the Shea Corner was left injured having been struck by a missile in Ballyfermot yesterday. Images circulating on social media show scrambler bikes blocking Garda cars, objects being thrown while Garda put in place a, an information-led policing plan in advance of a large funeral that was taking place. Now, coming on the back of the attack on two Garda there in November, what exactly is happening with policing in Ballyfermot? I'm joined by Sinn Féin Councillor for Ballyfermot and Drimna Dahi Dolan and by the Garda Representative Association President Brendan O'Connor, uh, good morning and welcome to you both. Brendan, we'll uh, go to you first of all. Uh, what information are uh, you getting about how this incident escalated? What went on? Uh, well, Pat, I understand that there was a gathering yesterday morning of a large number of young men in the area concerned and most of them were in possession of uh, motorbikes and uh, scramblers, that sort of thing. Uh, so there was a lot of antisocial behaviour, a lot of... Um, dangerous driving sort of incidents, breaches of the Road Traffic Act and also some reckless endangerment towards, I suppose, members of the public. So a number of Gary witnessed the situation that required immediate intervention. So they got out of their car to intervene and protect the member of the public. And as the, the footage that has been widely shared showed that a hostile mob gathered around them and um, cars was struck on the head of the missile and actually hospitalised. Now, the, the presence of the scrambler bikes, uh, the Gardaí have powers to impound these bikes, isn't that so? Well, under the Road Traffic Act, there's a provision there where uh, any vehicle that's used in a public place without uh, insurance or tax can be seized. But unfortunately, the, the inadequacy in that legislation is that with the payment of, of an impound fee, it's released once it's not used. Uh, so while in other jurisdictions you will see footage and photographs of these um these uh, vehicles being destroyed in Ireland, you can go down to your guard station, put it on a trailer, pay a small proportion of the overall value of the vehicle and it's back in use and the people are laughing at the guards a few hours later. So we believe that's something that, that could be looked at. But certainly there, uh, there's, there's, there's a serious shortfall in, in, in the tools available to our members to deal with this. This is, a, this, is a, this is a phenomena in a lot of parts of the country. It's a phenomenon in other jurisdictions, but we've seen in other jurisdictions the police are given uh, vehicles that match those being used by the offenders. They're given training, and there's a, and also, as I say, there's there's also the use of sprays to identify people who are concealing their identity. So again, in this country, we're just behind the curve. We don't seem to have an innovative approach and be able to adapt as as the situation and the policing environment becomes more challenging. Now, do you know what sparked all of this? I mean, the, this uh, statement that uh, the guard operation was put in place, uh, an information-led policing plan in advance of the funeral. I mean, what were they expecting? Because from what I could see of the video, there's a couple of Garda uh, members, uh, full stop. I mean, were there many more out of shot that I didn't see? Uh, well, I'm not actually privy to the exact policing plan and, and what intelligence was available. Certainly the feedback from our members on the ground on the day was that they felt that there certainly was not adequate personnel and they felt that there should have been more in place. But as a, I wouldn't be competent to comment on, on the exact mm-hmm. Uh, response provided but certainly there are concerns as part of the ongoing concerns that we find uh, our members working continuously where there is not just just there isn't sufficient numbers of guardy on the streets to deal and respond with challenges as they arise whether it's incidents like yesterday the immigration protests our members are feeling quite vulnerable and isolated the the question of how many of those in the video and you know number of videos posted online how many of them were just rubberneckers you know watching what was unfolding, uh, how many of them actually constituted part of the so-called mob? 
Yes, well, that's that's something that will require investigative investigations and follow up. And again, that comes back to another bugbear of ours that you know our members on the ground don't have the recording equipment to identify and aid investigations and bring prosecution. So that's something that will hopefully be uh, enhanced or improved with with the rollout of body cams. But again, the guards behind the curve, years behind other police services, uh, with inadequate equipment and training available to, to to meet the challenges of policing in, in a modern environment and the challenges we face in this country. And, not particularly different from any other jurisdiction, but we don't seem to have that uh, capability to respond and adapt and, and to draw from the available resources on the time. Very much reactionary. You would see an operation last night, maybe deploying the public order units after the fact, but we don't seem to, be able to scramble the immediate response within the capability of the members on duty in the city. I'm just wondering whether or not the, the model of policing an area like Ballyfermot or any other area is, is the wrong model. I mean, what happens is, you know, Gardaí rock up in their patrol car they don't know anybody on the ground they don't know them by name they don't know them by face um, they're not part of the community uh, you know if it's today it might be Brian if it's tomorrow it might be George do you know what I mean well, you know a patrol yes. car led service does not get into the heart of the community no, community policing has always been the most effective form of policing, supplemented by um, more specialist units that can can respond to situations. So that, that's that's in essence the, the model of policing that was delivered by Angarda Shikana for the last 100 years was we were part of the communities. We were plenty of guards on the streets, on patrol, with time to talk to even the young people who would perhaps have certain prejudices or difficult reasons. But, you know, build up that knowledge of, of communities and interact. And interact, maybe the guard would call into the, to the community centre, to maybe to the parents, to the schools. But because guards are in such short numbers now, it's just a fire brigade response service going from call to call. So those relationships are very hard to foster and to maintain. So it's, 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 I suppose it's a vicious circle of lack of resources leads to uh, less connections with community, which can break down barriers, which it's always harder to make up this ground when it's lost. And that's what we have been saying as association for years. We've been trying to, to, to highlight the, the folly of, of some of the, the, the policies that are being pursued. And we certainly believe that policing is in, in a bad place and in danger of or danger of, of we're at a tipping point or crisis point, and that's why we're looking for the task force and looking for the government to take meaningful interaction, not sound bites, not meaningless uh, management speak and gobbledygook, to, to look at the people that know about the nuts and bolts of policing, whether it's Ballyfermot, Blackrock, Donnybrook, Connemara, Donegal, West Cork, the people who are on the ground know what's wrong, but we as an association are their collective voice, and we have not been listened to. So I think it's time for wake-up call, and it's time for... Uh, politicians and senior managers sit down with us and be the, listen to the voice of people on the ground to tell them what's wrong or what needs to be addressed. All right, Brendan, look, thank you very much. We've spoken to you before about guard the retention problems and early re- retirements and resignations and so on. Uh, clearly, uh, something must be done. And also numbers. I mean, we have more guard the, uh, in theory, available to patrol our streets than we had, say, five, six years ago. But um, we also have many more specialist units uh, who might be, uh, you know, eating up the numbers, shall we say. Uh, Dahi Doolan, Sinn Féin Councillor for Ballyfermot and Drimna. Uh, Dahi, good morning. Good morning to you. Another bad night for Ballyfermot, you know, where uh, the name is writ large across the headlines and, you know, most people in Ballyfermot are not part of this. Not at all, Pat. You're right. I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, the young people who were involved in the scenes yesterday 
are a tiny, tiny minority. I don't even know if they're all from Ballyfermot. But the scenes, yes, they were unacceptable. They were wrong. They shouldn't have happened. Uh, and it cast a shadow over a family in mourning. And it's not a reflection on the family, nor is it a reflection on the young people of Ballyfermot and Cherry Orchard, and nor is it a reflection on the wider community. But unfortunately, you've Gardaí in being... Uh, uh, attacked and hospitalised and I wish them a speedy recovery again I wish we weren't talking about this this morning but we are and also it, it led to, to residents along the Kylemore Road being terrorised and I think we need to look back I was on your show only a few months ago after the Gardaí car was rammed mm-hmm. in Cherry Orchard the Gardaí attacked in November and that led to finally the Minister coming out Helen McEntee are making this announcement of an interagency high-level group that would manage in an interagency cross-departmental, cross-agency manner to tackle some of these very issues we're talking about. Nothing, nothing, nothing has happened since then. And that only serves to undermine community morale and the belief in the government, in the Gardaí, and local politicians. And that's also a victim of what we saw yesterday. And we really need to turn this around the gaze of the minister needs to return to Ballyfermot and Cherry Orchard. But we've had enough promises, enough reports, enough statements. Now really is a time for action, Pat. We have a plan in place. We have the, the skeleton of an interagency uh, implementation body. We just need the government to realise that you can't limp from crisis to crisis. Yeah. You need a long-term policing, community-based plan to turn this community around. Yeah. But uh, also, D- D- Dahi, you know, we want the government to do everything for us. This is the way uh, no, 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 society I didn't, I didn't has developed. That. I didn't say that, Pat. We want to roll up our sleeves and work with them. We have agencies lined up to work with them. The Gardaí want to work with them, but we cannot do it on our own. The Gardaí cannot police their way out yeah. of these. No, incidents. but but I'm I'm just we thinking, want to though, work with uh, the government. Uh, uh, a lot of these kids are teenagers, right? They have parents. Where are the parents in all of this? I mean, when a kid goes out a, on a scrambler bike that is an illegal bike, that is not taxed, not insured, I mean, where's the parent? It's unacceptable. I mean, I wouldn't let my child out on a scrambler. Um, tax or untaxed, I wouldn't let them out on a scrambler. But this, is, this, is, this underlines my very point. We cannot simply police our way out of it. We cannot simply expect the police to arrive at a funeral and to, to constantly be being in the firing line. We do need interagency, TUSLA, education, social protection. We need everybody around the table. And we had a promise that that would happen last November. We've waited patiently for it to happen. I'm not dependent on the government to do everything for me. I want to work with the government, but I have to uh, emphasize the minister did come out. A senior minister at the cabinet table said, we have a plan, we have an implementation group, we will resource you, and we've waited patiently long enough. And that community has stood by waiting for, the, for this to happen, waiting for another fulfilment of a promise, and that promise is gathering yeah. dust on, the, on the, the, the desk of the Minister for Justice. And now yeah. is the time to either say, let us get on with it, or work with us, yeah. or we can do now, it together. And I think working together is the best way forward for that community. Yeah. Now, rightly or wrongly, when I was growing up at Dahi, uh, there was the fear factor. You didn't want mm-hmm. to cross a guard this path and get into trouble. You know, the idea that the guard would knock on your door and, and you know, give out to, you, to your mother and father about your behaviour. That was a fear factor which existed. That, that's gone. Now, maybe it's a good well, thing it's gone. I don't know. But the point is, there is no respect for the guard in a certain cohort of young people. And there is a belief that the consequences and they know about the consequences are so minimal that they can afford to give two fingers to the guard and know nothing will follow. Well, first of all, it's not just young people. Um, we, we, the young people, 99% of young people are 100% sound, good, active citizens. And indeed, 
uh, a lack of respect for the Gardaí, I think, unfortunately, is right across society. We see that in, 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 in flagrant abuse of, of rules and regulations, white-collar crime. So we shouldn't just dump this at the, at the feet of young people. But what we need in this situation, I, I think Brendan O'Connor is 100% right. There's the, the, community, the element of community policing was strengthened over the years in the Garda Shikana, only to be hollowed out in the post-2008 uh, austerity. It was the Cinderella of the, of the Garda service. So what we no longer have community guards uh, embedded in our community, building relationships, breaking down prejudice, and working with our young people and, mm. and their parents as well. No. We now have almost a public order response which isn't a way of policing. And I have spoken to senior Gardaí, and you concur with what I say, they do not want public order units. That is not the way to provide a policing service. We want the Gardaí in our communities, in our, on our streets, in our community services that are visible, accessible, reliable, and accountable. And I believe that's what they want. But they're being hollowed out. I know for a fact, in, in the Irish Independent, had a really interesting article uh, earlier on this month. There's now 18 less Gardaí in the Ballyforma Garda station than there was previous. I, my understanding from senior Gardaí, we're not even, there's not enough Gardaí coming out of Templemore to even supplement those who are retiring, not to mind taking early retirement, because the pay, the conditions and the morale is to the floor in the Gardaí. And that, again, that responsibility lies fairly and squarely at the feet of the Minister for Justice. They need to realise the crisis that's in the Gardaí. It's undermining relationships in our community. It's creating division. And nobody wants that. And unfortunately, yesterday then is, 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 is the natural outcome of that. Right. I'm not excusing it. I'm putting it into context. And I hope the minister comes out, works with us. We can, we can easily overcome these problems. Right. There's a will in this community to work with the minister to overcome the problems. Dahi Doolan, Sinn Féin Councillor for Ballyfermot and Drimna. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.